0: Blog Talk Radio. are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil morning show with your host Nadia Khalil good morning everybody and welcome to today's show today is March 26 2020 it is a Thursday It's like in the work week, you'd be thinking, I have one more day till Friday, and we're at home thinking, I have one more day till Friday. So we have become a resting world right now, at least on most fronts. There's a lot of essential workers who are working, and their lives aren't. Um, as quiet, if anything, their lives are busier than they ever were. So there's like these extremes. But they did pass the bill, and I did want to apologize because yesterday morning when I saw the news, I thought they were saying that they passed the bill because I watched the financial channel, not the news channels, because the news channels are too politically slighted. So I I listened to the financial channel, and they just talk in facts, and I thought that it had already done so. But really, only the Senate just passed it this morning and is going to Congress. So we'll see what happens and how this actually looks as it's working. So today is Dream Theme Thursday, and I have a boatload of dreams. So I am going to start, and it said, Nadia, please know that you're welcome to say my name for this dream. Yay! And it says, Hi, Nadia. Hope you and your family are well. If you have time, I would love it if you could interpret a dream I had the other day. In the dream, oh, by the way, the name is Eliana, um, Eliana who is in California. If you have time, I would love it if you could interpret a dream I had the other day. In the dream, I'm living in a multifamily home. It feels like I'm renting a room on the top floor, but it's bigger than a room and it's not a full apartment. Walking through the hallway, I constantly see the top of the banister, similar to my former home in Brooklyn, and Peter Dinklag Dinklag, hanging out in the hallway. He doesn't smile at me, and it feels like he doesn't like me. I really don't care, and I always just pass him. In real life, he lived in the next neighborhood over from my home in Brooklyn, I saw him twice walking on the street, and I never said hello. He is a stranger. LOL, he is a stranger. Back to the dream. For some reason, my door was open. I don't know why I didn't just get up and lock the door, but I'm not sure if there was even a door. Isn't that weird how dreams are like you think things, but you don't really know them? Then Peter Dinklag, I hope I'm saying his name right, walks into my apartment seems mad and he begins to search for something. He then walks into my room and tells me that he needs a phone charger. I don't respond. He storms to another room in my apartment and states he's just going to take it. I tell him that I'm not giving him permission to take anything. He storms through my room to exit holding a phone charger. As he's doing this, I can't believe he's not listening to me. I don't know what to do. I know that I would not physically stop him, but I don't understand why he's choosing, crossing a boundary like this. Nadia, I would love to hear your thoughts on this dream. Love you dearly. Eliana. This is one of those violation dreams, right? Like somebody's violating you and not listening to you and just walking in and taking what they want. And you're wondering why that's happening. Like, You know, where did he come from? Like I used to see this person, don't really know him, never really talked to him. And now he's in my dream taking stuff from me. And there's times in our lives when we feel vulnerable, like we cannot control what is ours and what isn't ours, people just walking into our property, people just coming into our car. You know, we have those kinds of dreams where somebody's violating our space, our boundaries. And They don't care. But really, forget the guy, forget what he took, it's just that you're feeling vulnerable. And when we feel vulnerable, we feel like even if we're in our space, it's not that we're not. Safe. It's not about safety because he wasn't coming in to hurt you. He wasn't coming in to. He was just being really just a snot. I don't know if people still use that word, but um, it's such a gross one, isn't it? But anyway, um, you're feeling vulnerable, and that feeling is probably a very strong feeling that a lot of us are feeling now. We want to protect everybody that we know and love. We want to protect everybody, period. And yet we can't. It's not in our hands. And the, and the scarier, sadder part is that the best way to help anybody is to stay out of the way. And yet people who are in those essential jobs are like the heroes. They are taking care of food and medicine Period. So that feeling of vulnerability, like I can't even right now go to work, or I can't even right now go to a grocery store easily. I can't even right now go for a walk in certain places or go for a hike. It's like our rights are gone, but not for political reasons, for health reasons. So instead of feeling trapped with fear, You just feel vulnerable, like, well, I can't stop that, just like you can't stop him. He just still came in, still took what he wanted, still walked out, could care less what you were thinking, and you couldn't stop him. And it's just a pure vulnerability that you're feeling that, wow, you know, things aren't really in my control right now, but I'm still safe even though I'm vulnerable. It's interesting because the apartment, it was just like a room, but it seemed bigger than a room. But yet, in your dream, he walked into another room. So there was another room in the apartment, even though that's not what you saw initially. Isn't that just little things like that, how our dreams can just put in what it wants. It's like if you watched a movie and whatever the person thought just got added to the to the movie and then you're like hey what's that doing there and what's that doing there and, 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 and it's because when we're vulnerable things just feel like they're going to fall from the sky and we have to deal with them. So I hope that helps you because I am sure that right now a lot of us feel like that. A lot of us feel that sense of just pure vulnerability and even like last night yesterday for some reason i i had a phone call early in the morning and and um the person i was talking to said something and you know this is a very trying time for us even though i love it i still have a lot more responsibility on me than i did prior to the time because i'm running this household right and I was just, things were just starting to catch up to me that, oh, my gosh, oh, this really ended, that really ended, that really ended. Oh, I, I need to get back to that. Oh, wait a minute, the people aren't there right now, you know. It's like there's these ghost companies now you can't even contact or get certain things done. And it, it's, life is just, it is different, whether we call it different or not. It, it is different. And last night I came and sat in my office, and I just wanted to cry. But I had no reason to want to cry. And I never actually did cry. But that feeling of just wanting to let go, let myself cry, feel all of this, acknowledge that the world has changed for today. But I also know in the deepest part of my heart, we're not walking back to the same world. When this is done, we are going to take out a lot of the stuff that we actually never really needed and thought we did. So, that vulnerability that we are feeling is just, it's not even the unknown, it's the cleansing, it's the healing, it's going back to that purity. Every single one of us is touching on that right now. Like we only can deal with true information because it is life or death right now. We can't really stop what they're taking away because it is life and death right now. And things like food and going for a walk and the people we love are the most important things in our lives right now in medical care. And protecting the people who take care of us and looking at them differently. So the people that we used to look at or not look at are finally rising in importance over and above where we put them. Which means we are all rising in importance. So that vulnerable feeling we're feeling is actually such a real, beautiful feeling. But in your dream, it was like, well, someone could just walk in my house, take what they want. But then what they took was a charger, which actually is pretty valuable if you want your phone to work, which is our connection to the world. So that's where your vulnerability is is in connection, in communication, in being able to reach out. So thank you for sharing that. I was just so curious what people were dreaming when this came up, especially the people who remember a lot of their dreams. So thank you for that. She has another one, and it says, one other quick dream a couple days ago, another apartment one. My sister and I were in a high-rise apartment with floor-to-ceiling windows and we were aware that the coronavirus was affecting the world. I saw what should have been a plane, but it was a car flying from the sky. The trajectory of the car was going to crash behind us. I knew the sound of the crash would confirm many people have died or become critically injured. Then when the impact would have happened, there was silence. The car somehow spun around, and crashed into the apartment front window like a big fat bug died straight down. The window was shattered but did not break. Again, I knew the sound of the car crash would happen, but it didn't. My sister went outside on a balcony that did not exist, and then the balcony crashed down. But she somehow came back inside, and I asked her, why did she go out? That's it, Nadia. Much love your way. God bless us all. Love, Eliana. Again, the vulnerabilities we're starting to feel, the lack of control we have over this virus, did just fall from the sky. Where did this come from? But it came, and now we are left to deal with it. But it may break a window, but it, it didn't break it all the way, did it? And people are dying or becoming injured. And anyone who has a existing condition, they are they are the weakest to fight it at this time. And I know it's been compared to other things. And you, in your mind, compared it to a car accident because, again, A car is something we cannot control if it happens. We cannot stop a car accident in process. And what we are doing right now is we are in process. We are in this. Whether they report we're flattening the curve prematurely or we're going to end this on such and such a date, even they don't have that control. No one has control over this. Except for God. God knows we're going to be okay. Even if I die from this, let's say, where am I going? I'm going to God. So, yes, I don't want to leave this way. Yes, I don't want anyone I love to leave this way or anyone to leave this way. And that's where your safety net is. That safety net in your dream. That the window was shattered, but it didn't break. The window shattered, but it didn't break. We don't break. So all that vulnerability you're feeling, all that lack of control, that things are not in your hands right now. But there are so many gifts. And I know today's Dream Theme Thursday, but I have to tell you, I've been hearing Christ like full strong in the past few days, like just nonstop. And one of the things that Christ asked me was, wouldn't it seem odd at this time when we're fighting for every individual life to start a war? How could anyone do that right now? And when we come out of this, how are we going to think to do that again in the ways that we have? How are we going to voluntarily hurt other people for what we think we want from them? Because now that's what it's looked at, a voluntary decision to take life. And so how can I take that and put it back on your dreams, Eliana? Is that we all know the world has changed. We cannot control what's happening, but what's happening is happening for a reason. We all got whipped back to that fork in the road Every single thing we have known, every paradigm of reality we have lived in to zero. And when we rebuild it, we have to think about everybody. Because we need everybody. Another issue Christ brought up is that our world population is is dwindling Younger people are not having children like they did. And for some reason, not for some reason, we know the reason, but for some of them the reason is just that they don't, they don't know how to bring a child into the world. They cannot afford to if they want to have a good life or they don't know what they're bringing their kids into. So it's become something that's been just more work instead of a human life. And we also got over inundated with technology to the point where we no longer needed to see each other. And I want to ask all of us, what's the first thing that we want to do now? Because we cannot do it. Is see each other. A visit means something different now. Going to a park means something different now. Now it feels like when you go out and you go shopping for groceries, you are not allowed to be near anybody, even when we're out. Everyone's got to self-isolate, even in our bubbles, when we're out around each other. So when you write the trajectory of the car was going to crash behind us, you knew it was coming. didn't even happen yet. Because we are in the thick of it. And your dreams are like a total direct connect going on around us. And this is how it showed it to you. That yes, you're vulnerable. And yes, you don't have control over this. So I hope it helped you. It's great dreams. Thank you so much for sharing them. Thank you for letting me use your name. Sometimes it's just fun to know who the, who the dreamer is behind our dreams. So I have another dream, and this one is from Maria Dulce and she is um, across the pond in the U.K. And she says, uh, morning, Nadia. Please, if there is time, my husband has a dream from last night. His nephew was riding a motorbike, and he was on the back, but still facing the traffic behind. There were, they were in a motorway with lots of traffic and going really fast. My husband told his nephew, careful, I am going to fall. We are going too fast. Then I came in, and my husband told me, we are going to a city called Johnson, and asked me, is there a city called Johnson? End of dream. In the part where I came in the dream, in real life, I cuddled my husband from the back while he was sleeping. Slowly, he woke up. This is the moment he saw me in the dream coming to them and told me about the city they were going to. He looked at the clock and he told me it is 444 444 AM, lucky number. Thank you, always. This dream is just telling you, Two things. One is you guys, he has, he himself has an antenna for being able to see when trouble's coming. He doesn't have to get there to find out that he made a wrong decision. He knows himself well enough to know that if he does this or this or this, it's going to take him where he doesn't want to go. But the most beautiful part of the dream was that he consulted you. Because what that's telling him and what that's telling you is that there's a respect between the two of you for each other's opinion enough for him to say, hey, we're going to this place. Is there such a place? He is consulting with you. It doesn't matter what he asked you. But the communication airwaves are open, and it's also because he can foresee that the relationship that you have and will continue to have is based on communication and trust. He knew that you guys, him and his Nephew would fall if they went too fast. And he knew they were going somewhere, but he came to ask you, is there such a place? So he's letting you know where he goes. He's letting you be part of his decision-making. And he also can foresee issues that are coming up. And then you got that little validation. I know when you see like one 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 or four four four, like last night I, I woke up thinking it was time to wake up and it was like one eleven and I go, That would be the case and I just went right back to sleep. It's it's interesting right now how in tune we are to everything that's going on around us. We might be going too fast in life, but even when he was going too fast, he still made a mental U-turn to come and ask you, is there even a city called this? He could have looked it up, could have Googled it, but he asked you, which is completely different, and you may have Googled it for him, but he asked you. Isn't that cool? Our dreams are such a reflection. I wish, you know, like when I sleep and I think of my dreams, sometimes I'll remember them, but even after two or three days, they're gone. Sometimes even after, obviously, I wake up, and then later in the day I may remember the dream and go, oh, my gosh, I, I had this dream last night. That, that's interesting. Our dreams are right now kind of in this world of what we trust and what we don't. And the very real feelings of emotional intimacy, like the dream for Maria, which is really the backbone of that dream, and the vulnerabilities and the lack of control that we have But the the craziest part was, and yesterday, I know it sounds funny, but when I was taking out the trash and walking back to the house, I looked up and I'm like, does the sun know that we have this crazy virus jumping around? It just shows up every day. And it's just so beautiful outside and so simple and so quiet and so real. If there's a tree, you see a tree there's not a tree, there's no tree. No one's trying to convince you there's a tree where there is no tree. Nobody's arguing because they can't even get to each other. And there's always that undercurrent of scammers that, you know, want to take advantage of any situation. And now they're trying to scam through the Internet. But they look so obvious because they're emails we don't know, so don't open them. I don't open anything I don't know. If something sounds too good to be true, we know now it probably is. We have these moments of quiet that we're like, wow, I really don't have anywhere to go. But when I can go, who do I want to see? What do I want to do? What can I do to help others? Now that I can. We are hitting a new world. And this is how it's happening. This is exactly how it's happening. If you watch the financial markets, and I was a stockbroker out of college, so there was a reason why I had to understand financial products. But, you know, they don't talk about politics. They talk about results of our actions, because the results of our actions are why and how the needle moves in the market. And sometimes in anticipation of something good, the market will go up really high. And these days with virtual money, they pump a lot of money into the market that didn't get there from the market in some ways. And that was weird, because that's how the numbers got up as high as they are, because when I was in the market, in eighty five to till my daughter was born till ninety, so five years almost. In that time, the market was only like eighteen hundred to twenty one hundred. I think I left the market at twenty six hundred. It's now twenty six thousand and now gone down to twenty thousand, went down the other day to eighteen thousand. What does that even mean? Well, we went globally since my time, but if you listen to those channels, they only talk about the results when they talk about the coronavirus, they talk about the curve and how it's going to grow and how not nothing that is dream driven, meaning the the dreams we have when we're awake, that we're going to be big and we're going to be great and we're they're saying things they're saying things like. We will be again, but wow, we had another unprecedented day, whether it was really low or the other day really high. And it was interesting to hear because every past precedent that has happened in our markets, at least in my lifetime, just in the last week, have been broken, whether it was a low high or a high percentage high for the day. When you listen to the CEOs of the companies talk with their opinions, they are addressing things like the vulnerabilities we feel. They are addressing the lack of control, the two things that Eliana had in her dream. And now we are all feeling, because it's all we have left to feel from each other. We can't see each other or do anything, but now we are drawn to the truth. We want to hear the truth we are becoming emotionally intimate with others we have online yoga classes online people singing online people putting up their paintings all of our creativities are starting to show up there's a lot of good in our world right now and all we have to do is take a breath and accept what we have for today, today. You guys, thank you so much for today. I will see you tomorrow on Questions Friday. Have a great Thursday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.